Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You better listen in public, might make your stomach hurt. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to unwind, you better get that box wine. It's the Purple Pants Podcast. You're trying to get your snack, you better hurry right back though. It's the Purple Pants, it's the Purple Pants. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Purple Pants Podcast. Amazing Race Pit Stop Edition, episode 279, Broccoli. I serve as your humble and oh so gracious host, Bryce Isaiah, and I thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. If you could be so kind to ensure you are subscribed to the Purple Pants Podcast, we are available anywhere you stream your favorite podcast. Make sure you show some love and share this podcast. And as always, with our Pit Stop coverage of Amazing Race, you can watch this audio podcast on video. Head over to YouTube, type in Bryce Isaiah, and show some love. We are back this week. Myself and the winner of Amazing Race Season 29, Brooke Cam High, and I are breaking down everything about Episode 2 of Season 35 of The Amazing Race. So listen, let's get into this week's Pit Hello, hello, and welcome back to your Amazing Race Season 35, Episode 2 coverage of The Pit Stop. I'm Bryce Isaiah, and I'm so excited to be joined by the lovely, the amazing, the winner of season 29, formerly Miss Brooke Cam High and not Miss Brooke Campbell, but Miss Brooke Goodwin. Welcome back to the podcast, Brooke. I mean, ding for you. Everything correct. That was perfection. Loved it. Hello. I, hello. I can I do what I could do for when I could do it and how <laughs> I could do it. Oh, I'm so excited uh, to be back talking the amazing Me race too. with you. We just had a long week, right? Um, and first of all, we just have to say shout out to all the listeners uh, on YouTube and to the Purple Pants Posse. Yeah. We appreciate you. But also, like, I feel like we need to shout out the amazing racers of season 35. I feel like this is our biggest coverage yet where I feel like all of the racers are like showing us love. And we, we love all of the amazing, amazing racers. Like, sure, they're yeah. so amazing like um we even got to meet some in person and it was truly amazing oh we cute <laughs> we cute that uh, green is everything oh my god you pop it's perfect you know i had to try i knew uh morgan and greg were coming and i just have to say they are the most nicest beautiful human beings ever uh morgan is just like morgan is exactly who i thought she would be amazing funny and like greg is even more amazing and just in person so i had so much fun meeting them at the bryce and win a welcome party in new york city last week and yeah just also just shout out all of the people that are listening shout out to our philly johns in the building uh you know i love Corey and rob uh, but again, I just love this season of Amazing Race because I think that people are amazing and the episodes are super good. What's your take? I, 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 it's good. It's, it's just, I'm so not used to just being positive all the time. I think not only are you rubbing off on me, but the editing, the tasks, the, like just the whole vibe of season, I can't believe I said vibe, of season 35 is awesome. It is back to like its basics. It's with the travel and the flights and just the way it's being shot and the way it's being captured and the fact that we're learning a little bit more about the teams. I I mean, I'll find something we to know. complain about, I'm sure. I'm we know. But like, I'm not even sure what it is right now because everything is just so good. And I have to say, the thing I love about, it's Survivor too, but The Amazing Race, because that's the show that I was part of. 
is everyone is so into just meeting each other and everyone is so kind and everyone is so fun. Like Morgan and Greg, who came out this week, they are just hella fun. Like they were just, and just so happy to be like, I don't know how long they last or how long we're going to watch them, but you know what? Nobody seems to care. Even the people who are already gone are so friendly and just excited to have been a part of it that I, I mean, it's just such a blessing to be part of like the community of people. This week was especially fun because I got to see so many of my friends and new people who will definitely become friends here in New York City. So, you know, come out, meet us. Fun. Yes. And I feel like the, I feel like sometimes Amazing Race doesn't do them justice. Like I knew Morgan was beautiful, but like seeing her in person and radiating and her little jean set. And again, I feel like, I created my Zaddy calendar for Survivor. And of course, like, you know, with Lewis, Mr. May, uh, it has grown so much. And I feel like after meeting Greg, I feel like the TV doesn't do Greg justice because I feel like seeing Greg in person, I was like, well, hello, Zaddy. Um, And so, yeah, it's just, I love just the community that we're growing. I love CBS committing and honoring their word of 50% BIPOC. And I feel like we are just getting better people and I feel like the 90 minutes I was nervous right because sometimes it's like you know I always haven't been the biggest amazing race fan but honestly it's like 90 minutes isn't enough for me like give right. me two hours at this point because why well, stop it two? So give me four no <laughs> please right. don't give me four it's too much to take notes on I pause a lot 90 minutes but, takes me like three hours you would be writing a thesis statement if it were I've four got hours like 10 pages on 90 minutes I can't Imagine. Um, I will say the thing about the 90 minutes is some shows, I won't name the names of those shows, but there are shows where if you go more than an hour or even a half hour, they just feel like they're dragging. It repeats itself. You're seeing the same clips over and over again, blah, blah, blah. But what they're doing so well with The Amazing Race is they are giving you backstory. They are giving you just additional information that we haven't gotten in recent seasons or really, you know, a lot over the course of the series where you're getting to know the people better, which I think is great because sometimes, especially people online who don't know you at all, will make assumptions about you and who you are outside of the race. And I think that, you know, you're not going to know everything about these people, but you're getting more of a feel of them as humans, as opposed to just characters and people running from one country to the next. So big fan, excited that the entire season is this long. Yes. And I also feel like with the 90 minutes, it gives the editors a better job of editing because I feel like in previous seasons it's very obvious who's going home right but I feel like from the 90 minutes you know in the first 20 minutes you could feel like uh oh they're in trouble then 40 minutes into it you're like oh no it's switching then 67 minutes into it you're like (laughs) oh Jesus what's happening and then at like 88 minutes you're like okay I kind of figure out maybe they're going home but I didn't see it in the beginning and so I love that um and because we love our listeners and our viewers, um, I was reading some of the YouTube comments. Shout out to y'all. One of our girls from the Purple Pants Posse. She was like, it's so many teens with 13. It's so and many teens. It's a lot, but I love it. Yeah. Oh, me and too. They, they were asking if we could show some images of the team to help, you know, guide our discussion. So, you know, you oh, ask and deliver. Yeah. So listen, let's, uh, let's get into some of these teens. Let's hope I get them all right. Apologies in advance. Okay. I could do this. You got Greg and John, the brothers who are currently sitting in third place. You got mm-hmm. Robin Corey, father and son. He is um, deaf and his son is a child of a deaf adult. So yeah, they're great. I love them. They are amazing. Uh, who else? Do Corey we lives in New York. So I'm hopeful that we'll get to meet him at one of yes. them. He was out of town this week, or I think he would have been at our event. We have um, your event. Jocelyn and Victor, married couple, mm-hmm. grocery store owners. They're so cute with their little they heart. Are. That would normally make me want to vomit, but they're adorable. Um, you have Liam and your Remy uh, brothers, both military or ex-military. We love, okay. Sign me you up. You need I more even... months in your calendar. I do, because listen, I'm right, re- I'm I'm ready to honor and serve. Or okay. <laughs> Sign him up for ooh, duty. Ooh. We got my uh, Philly Jones, Philly Jones in the building, Philly Jones. Okay. Andrea and Malena, I'm getting it right now. Apologies for last week. I'm very sorry. Same with Joe and Ian. I also think I reversed them last week. So I'll get it right as the season goes on. I promise. Um, you have Steve and Anna Lee, father and daughter from, I want to say Austin, but definitely Texas. 
That's Morgan and Lena. Um, she's from Morgan's from New York. Lena's from California. Sisters who say they're like oil and water, but honestly, I think they've been gelling. Well I, listen, call them balsamic vinegar or something because they go good together. Exactly. Um, you have Todd and Ashley, high school sweethearts, been together for twenty plus years. Um, Robin and Chelsea, who have known each other since I want to say seventh grade, they are friends. Former bullyer and bully. Awesome. Um, now friends, Joel and Garrett, um, armed forces people, known each other a very long time, and friends, and Elizabeth, and I scared him off. Elizabeth and Ileana, mother and daughter, although honestly look like sister and sister. Right. And I think you did amazing. So now we know our teams. Uh, and again, shout out to the posse for you know, yeah. requesting some more info. And we got yeah, you. Yeah, ask questions. I like it too, but we answer questions. Yeah. So yes, let's get into uh, chapter two of Brooke's Notes from Amazing Race Season 35, episode two. Okay. Um, oh, I didn't mean to cut you off. Please. No. I was singing. I like it. Okay. Episode whatever it was um we have 12 teams left they're staying in thailand this week which normally you know i don't love when they stay in the same country but i do love when you see a very different part of the same country and that's what we saw this time so um first and i just want to shout out to alexandra and sheridan because i think i might have been a little bit hard on them last week was i hard i mean you were broke but that's Mm -hmm. fine i love it i mean i could see why you uh would feel how you feel but, Come to New York. I'll buy you a beer. I'm sorry. So, but I love them. I mean, I, I, I miss yeah. them already. But I, feel I do like, think they'd be fun to watch. Just, I, yeah. I feel and like the they day they made that decision, I would be like, yeah, like a proud aunt. I don't know. Um, okay. Anyway, sorry. Let's go. So we have five teams that have a significant lead, and then we have seven teams that have a significant deficit okay so you have jocelyn and victor they're first out of the gate they are told to travel by taxi um to nakam patam outside the city so this is one of forty thousand temples in thailand you know when they say that you know that means that somebody is going to go to the wrong place because one in forty thousand somebody's bound to get it wrong it's a lot it's a lot so victor starts talking laotian again i feel like this is going to help him this leg you know i read online that someone was like it's not fair when someone speaks the language. Uh, and I'm like, shh. First of all, if you go on Amazing Race, be world traveled. No multiple languages. No, listen, I, it's only an advantage. And so I'm sorry. Or like, was, don't I, come down hard on somebody who's spoken a language their whole life. Like, get get over yourself. That's like going on Amazing Race, Brooke, and somebody being mad that you know how to drive stick shit. No, right. Come prepared. Come right. prepared. Or it's swim. Amazing Race. Or, I don't, or that you're a faster runner than somebody else. I mean, or like last season, it's like, oh, they're a dancer. They have an advantage because, you know, last season, everybody was a dancer. OK, I mean, every, everybody but Lewis. OK, because you know, okay. I mean, he was pretty good. I mean, he was he pretty was. good. I mean, with Michelle being his wife, easy to like, you know, she's taught him some moves in the past. OK, so there they talk about how they're celebrating 20 years together. I'm cheering for the Gen Xers because we're the same generation. And then the thing that I love this season, because sometimes they stopped doing it, and I hope they do it the entire season, is they will tell you the time the first team starts, and they'll give you the start times for all of the teams. So we get to see, and I'm told that this season, there is a lot, there are a lot of times where it's going to be very, very close at the mat. Like, people are on the mat when the last team gets there. So it's, you know, the editing, how we talked about, you know, we can sort of tell, it's a little bit darker, you know, they're playing with us. I think there's going to be a lot of races to the mat. So I'm excited for that. Anyway, Rob and Corey, eight minutes later. So not that far off. Um, he, they talk about how they're best friends. They have a calmness within them yeah. that I strive to have and fail to have on the regular. I think I would like to embody them a bit more. Um, then 10 minutes after that. Oh, sorry. No, I was going to say it's funny because uh, their calmness, but uh it is, although Rob may be deaf, out of Corey and Rob, Rob is by sure the loud one, right? Like, okay. I feel like I, his energy, his life, like, it just radiates through the 
the screen and I I just love it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Corey, right? Like, shout out to Corey. But Corey, your dad might be climbing up my list of like my favorite people this season because it's just like there is a calmness about them, right? I think that Corey brings the zen and the calm and I feel like Rob bring the party, Rob bring the less go so i um i agree when he's signing like everyone's passing us like right. i feel like i can feel him screaming through the sign language and i really i like the energy that he brings it's a little bit of brook energy with the why are we not moving anyway okay right. so 10 minutes after that you have john and greg the brothers um they talk about how they got directions before they left the pit start i'm going oh so smart very very smart except they got directions to the wrong temple so but so here's my thing somebody yeah so whose fault is that is that the racer's fault or is that the taxi's fault and is that then is it really then your fault because you need to make sure that you are telling them and they know where you're going but i feel like in that heat of the moment when it's like we gotta go we gotta go do you know where this is let's go um i think it sort of depends did you go up to your taxi driver and pronounce the place of where you're going and not pronounce it right was it written phonetically was it written it it was written in english so I will say that when we went to Vietnam, it was the hardest place to communicate. And that's our fault. I mean, I should speak Vietnamese. I don't. So it's on me. But it was there. Asian languages are so much harder because there's such if you go Spanish, Italian, all of those languages have like a root that's the same. When you get into the Asian languages, it's so hard to communicate if you don't have a background in any of those languages. So I can't really blame them. People, you know, there's it's lost in translation. It's just it's a thing that happens. So I'm glad that they were in the front group. I'm glad that they had a lead because while they did go to the wrong place, they ultimately got to where they wanted to go and it didn't really cost them. So that's what's happening with them. Morgan and Lena were 11 minutes after that. Um, They let us know that the express pass needs to be used by leg four. In my season, it was by leg five. Then they say, we hope to wait till leg four to use it, which of course makes me believe, oh crap, they're going to have to use it today because we're shadowing. Right. But they don't. I like that the race is messing with me a little bit because I think I know exactly what's going to happen. And I don't. I like when I don't know. I like when I'm surprised. And then you have Todd and Ashley who are like five minutes later. They're confident. They're relaxed. And then she goes, but that could change quickly. I really like them. They have grown on me so much in just two episodes. Not that I didn't like them to begin with, but when he's joking around on the tightrope and I'm, I'm like, just focus. I think they have a new focus. And I like that. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Okay, so they get to the roadblock. Jocelyn and Victor are first. I'll say that this episode, I think only one team actually moved positions from where they started the leg at. And I didn't feel like it was so linear. There were so many lead changes as the episode went on. And yet it still sort of worked out to the same as how it started. But I felt that it was great. You could see the teams were seeing each other. They were passing. They were getting uh, this one's in front. This one's behind. And it was it was a really, really good one. So. So it says, who has a green thumb? What you have to do is become a lotus farmer. Okay. So wade through murky, muddy water filled with lizards and catfish. And those catfish were massive. And create two bundles of bulbs of similar size that are not in bloom, wrapped in leaves in this formation of three and four, then three. Very specific and have it wrapped in bamboo uh, ties, right? So I will say, the other thing is, I like that they showed us there were these humongous lizards, like monitor lizards, like swimming through the water. And it reminded me when our first leg, we were in Panama, right? And we had to do this kayaking, kayaking roadblock. And they had crocodiles in the water, which I didn't know until after the fact, right? And so some of the teams were capsizing. We did not, thank goodness. But they called the challenge at dusk. And we were told, you know, it was for like safety purposes and, you know, there was a, it timed out, but it turns out the crocodiles start to get active at know. dusk. And so it was safety. They had to stop the two teams that were still there and not let them finish the challenge so as to not become uh, 
crocodile food. So this, I did they end up getting I mean, a penalty for that, or like what happened? How did they? Um, what happened was yes, the first leg of my race was a little bit wonky because the team, one team finished first, and then there was a penalty because they didn't finish that challenge. But I still stand by they couldn't finish that challenge because the challenge was stopped due to darkness. Um, but that team, uh, the, the another team got lost, more lost than that team, and so whatever. But they did call it off. I have a thing. I don't know how you feel about this against like water where you can't see what's beneath you. I, I don't I'm know. A Pis- I'm a Pisces, so I love water, but mm-hmm. I feel like on some of the teams when they were like, I hope it's not any crocodiles, and then they show that crocodile. Yeah. That's a little scary. Now, I might have liked the catfish bumping up against my booty a little bit here and there. Like, oh, OK, nice little surprise. But uh, that would have scared me for this challenge, though. I um, I had my Brooke Goodwin hat on. Right. Uh, because immediately when the episode starts and they're showing them, I before they even said the rose, I was like, I paused it because I was like, this has to be important about how the rows are put together. So I immediately, in my mind, I'm playing a race with them, right? So I immediately was like, this is going to be important. Not just like putting it together and getting it tight, but I was like, look at Brooke in my mind when I'm watching this. Uh, Another hilarious part for me was like, as the teams were getting there, and of course, when everybody gets in their taxi, they're like, go faster. We gotta go fast. We gotta go fast. Child Rob was like, those cars are going fast. We're not going fast. And mind you, I love how Corey's just like, Rob He's was so like, chill. he needs to speed it up. I'm like, Rob, I am with you. Agree. This I can feel like he's yelling through the screen. And I like that. I'm very, very into it. And dare I say, I think Bryce is becoming a super fan of the amazing race. He I is mean, studying the tape. You are studying the tape I mean, as a super fan. Would the you? leaf would have got me, though, because I was unsure about how you actually get the leaves. And some of those leaves on those teeth. I think they started it giving it after a while. Garrett and uh, Joel. Uh-huh. Joel. Uh, and was it Joel that did the rate? Joel that did it, right? I was like, when Garrett. he was putting his bouquet, I was like, yeah. Garrett, where, where's the rest of the leaf? Like, Garrett was like, I was like, oh, my God. But okay. So, okay, so at this point, the rest of the teams are just starting to take off, right? So Steve and Annalie, um, it's their last hurrah to do things as a father-daughter. Joel and Garrett, they're staying positive. They're la- their driver doesn't understand a word they're saying. And the, the driver's laughing. They're laughing at the driver laughing. He's laughing at them. for la- It was just, they're very cute. Um, this is where Greg and John arrive at the wrong temple. So they did lose some of their lead, but but they they do challenges quickly. So then you have um, Liam and Yeremi, who are still grateful and positive and you think it would annoy me, but it doesn't because I really like them. Um, Joe and Ian, sorry that I messed them up last week. And I think this week, I think when you go to certain countries, you know that there's, especially if you're there two legs in a row, there's bound to be different types of tasks. So I think there's going to be something very physical today. They seem very physically capable. They're buff. And so I figure, oh, they're going to do really well. There's going to be some physical challenge. And then you have Andrea and Malena. Again, sorry, I missed you up. Um, Malena is so excited and so excitable. And they just make me smile. And they get in a pink taxi. I just think all was, of the things I, line up. I was like, did they, did they plan did that? They I was like, how are they the only ones in a pink taxi? Okay. When you're from Philly, you get what you want. Okay. Shout but that's smart because if they had taxis to choose from, choose the pink one. You're not going to lose them. Easier right. to find, easier to pick out of a crowd. Um, then you have Robin and Chelsea. I, I still don't have much to say yet. I'm reserving judgment, but I want to say good things, and I feel like I can. And then Elizabeth and Ileana, um, they're they're doing well. They're positive to be in the back. I think it's so hard to stay positive when you're last, and I don't feel like they're starting negatively, which I give them so much credit for because that is not easy to do. Right. So back at the roadblock, poor Jocelyn. Jocelyn has a smile on her face, even when she's stressing. And then she starts to do what I do, which is just, she doesn't shut up. She just keeps talking and she's trying to talk herself through. And she's, Victor's family is going to be disappointed in me because they do this all the time. And I'm a disgrace and all this. And then <laughs> this sweet, sweet woman just loses her shoe in the muck. She's one of like four people who lose the shoe. And the whole time she feels like she's letting Victor down. And 12 tries later, she gets through 12 tries mm. and 
still gets out there in first. So you know they're very good with directions, and it's probably a testament to the fact that they speak the language or a variation of the language here. Um, yeah. You know, at some of these stops, right, I'm very critical because I feel like, for instance, last time at the sword thing, uh, I felt like when the boyfriends got there and they did their sword, I felt like they weren't perfect, right? But they gave them enough leeway. And I feel like sometimes at, if you do it enough times, they're like, go ahead. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, that happened were, a little bit here, too. I, I, you think so? I think the <laughs> ladies that were running this one were like, no. No, no, no. I felt like they were the strictest here and I loved it. But also I could just like, again, when all of the teams start arriving and you can see the frustration set in because it's like, I'm not a thousand percent sure how to actually do this. And I also thought like when Greg got there, Greg said, again, first of all, Greg and Corey, I mean, maybe I'm a little biased, maybe, whatever. Uh, I thought he was so smart right because sometimes there is not an advantage to getting there first right while Greg was putting his bouquet together he was watching when people were getting denied because they was getting denied left and right because that lady was not playing she like listen I gotta sell these bouquets and we ain't just doing this for amazing rates and Greg was picking up on that it like wasn't tight enough I think he focused in on the order and like how the leaf around it so it's like Again, it's like you've read my notes, man. Like uh, you're you're getting very, very intuitive with this super fan. I think that's really important. And it's true. Sometimes there's a demonstration. It behooves you to be first because they start the demonstration when the first person gets there. But if everyone is there and you're able to watch people turn in their product and he's you know, he's saying I'm, I'm listening, I'm paying attention not only to what I'm doing but what's wrong with other people's. And that is very smart. And he jumped two teams. And I think that's how he was able to do it. He got it in like three tries as opposed to hmm, hmm, 16 <laughs> tries. We're 16 tries up in here. Oh, Ashley got it in 15 tries Poor Ashley. She and testament to Ashley. She was getting frustrated, but she wasn't getting angry. She right. channeled her frustration really, really well, oh yeah. I mean, I would have been, I would have been cussing somebody out. Um, another funny thing for me is that, like, when there are multiple teams, they're doing it. They're like, I know our our partners have to be best, yes. being so frustrated. Not they out there feeding the catfish and they're just having a good time. Corey just throwing the stuff in there and looking amazing. Now, mind you, I noticed something while all the teams were there. Todd and Ashley, right? I, I'm looking at them, right? Because there is a funny, jokey, jokey, hee hee about them, but there also is a competitive nature mm-hmm. in Todd. And I don't know if you caught when they were like at uh, the catfish fishing them. Todd was like, You give me that express pass, I'll, I'll eat, eat all of this. Yeah. And I felt like it was a jokey, jokey, but I oh, also no, but felt he like, uh, I feel like, yeah, he like, and so I love that competitiveness. Like, I love that jokiness, but it's like, hey, like I, he's, he's in the race nonstop. Like, don't let that fool you. And again, like I said, he is that soccer dad. You know how, like, you know, when I have children and my children are going to be in a lot of different things, I'm going to be in the soccer stand, sipping a little mimosa in a cup, just, you know, go ahead, kids, have fun. Todd is the dad. That is running up. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's up and down. Mm -hmm. He's up and down. He's yelling at the other kids. He's yelling at his kids. He's yelling at the referee. Yeah, you missed it. What are you, blind? The other team wins. The game was so good. He over there celebrating with the other team. The son is like, Dad. So, like, I just, (sighs) there's something about Todd's, like, energy that I feel like is going to be beneficial for him in the race because I feel like, when I go to other countries, you know, I'm a world traveler. I've been to Thailand. I've been a lot of places. But I love uh, to, like, I always, like, try to learn four phrases, right? Like, hello, thank you, how much is? Them four phrases can get me anywhere I need to go. And I also love when you go to touristy places and, like, you know, like, a bottle of juice is, you know, regularly 99 cents. But at the touristy places, they, like, $55. I love a good haggle. I mean, I love to haggle, right? Like, ah, that's all I got. Then I love the dramatics of it because then it's like, you're like, okay, well, 
DS Peso. And they're like, no, I can't do that. Then you walk away and then they follow you. And then they're like, okay, here you go. Like, I feel like that is going to be Todd in this game. Um, and I feel like it's going to, it might hurt them, but I feel like there's going to be a leg, mark my words, Tom stamp this, that that energy is going to come in and help so much. I hope you're, I mean, honestly, even if it's something I don't need, if it's like a purse that I don't need a purse and it was like started at 200 bucks and I was like, I got 80 bucks. This is what I got. And I get it for $80. I didn't waste $80. I saved $120. Like that's how I feel. You are speaking my language. I enjoy a haggle. Oh, much like a right. deal I really feel like is my favorite thing in the world. Love it. You need deal. to bring that the more haggling spirit to you, the United States, because I want to walk into the Christian right. Dior store and be like 37,000. Well, I, I got, got $20. <laughs> right. what, what can I get? You show me. Like, there'll be like security. Uh, we'll show you. I, this is we the will door. show you the door. Thank you. Good day. Oh, okay. Anyway, I think. And it's, it's, Testament to the editors, too, where Ashley and Greg are like, our partners are probably so, so worried. And cut to Corey being like, 20 bot to anyone who'll get a catfish right. in their hand. Like, it's just, it was very cute. They did a great job of editing this task. And yeah. it's not just, uh, it's not just Todd, right? Because when Greg was leaving, Ashley was like, don't get too comfortable. Yep. I'm right behind you. I was like, oh! I was like, let me find out Ashley is that mom with Todd on the side of the soccer team. Oh, yeah, they're Pretty pushing each other up. Agree. Agree. And you know what? I like it because that can come across very, like, I don't know, not a good way. But no, it's just, it's, it's, it's endearing. I I enjoy it. You can tell they're actually getting along. I, I'm, again, look at this. Okay, here's my gripe. Brooks gripe. I am looking for, I'd like a little bit more drama. I think it'll come. I think there's bound to be a point where somebody rubs somebody the wrong way, especially with so many teams. And I'm excited for it. I don't want anyone to be mean, but I do like a little bit more conflict. It's all very kumbaya right now, but we'll get there, I'm sure. Okay, so Rob is doing this challenge. He's very calm. He's very methodical. He gets in like five tries. And so this shows you what a lead Jocelyn had because she did 12 tries and came out first. Rob, five tries, came out second. So she had some real time. Lena gets in there. First of all, what is with the spider? She does not want to get in the water. I feel for her. She's like, there are spiders. I'm not liking this. But you know what? She pushes through. She just does it. This girl has some real chutzpah. Like, she's just got nerve that I think I do. I wouldn't mind the lizards. I actually don't mind the crocodiles. It's the spiders for me. It's the spiders for me. Like, I, a little tiny spider. I wouldn't have been able to pick up a, a look. Don't look at me like that. I have a fear. I don't mind the big, I had a pet lizard. Like, I don't mind, they don't bother me. I don't mind lizards either, but I'm going to stay away from the crocodiles and alligators. I'm not going to go stick my hand in his mouth, but I don't have the same fear. Like, it's more likely to kill me probably, but I don't know. It's phobias. Anyway, um, then you have Ashley. Todd is so cute before she goes. He's so supportive. You can do this. And that's really all you can say to your partner at a roadblock. You can't give advice. You're not allowed to help. Now, they're not watching them, so you can't really give help on the task. But all you can really say is, you've got this. Stay calm. You're great. And that's exactly what he did. And I like the fact that he doesn't say, stay calm, but, or you're but. great, but. He doesn't qualify it. So I feel like you know, they're the running. Is coming, though. I, I mean, think I maybe. I feel like they did a great job this time. Um, Ashley, although it took her 15 tries and she fell to sixth place, just kudos to her because I feel like she did a very good job of staying Zen or as Zen as you can possibly stay given the situation. Um, okay, so then the second group starts showing up and Ashley is still there. So we have Steve who does it. I, he does one bundle. He's watching every, he does one bundle. I'm going to say it. Feel free to say it with me. Read your clue. Like this is not difficult. He goes, I don't get it. What am I doing wrong? Like, <laughs> hi, here, I don't understand. So he does it, he gets it wrong. He gets it all wrong. Like he has the formation wrong, the ties wrong, the leaves wrong, the bloomings wrong. Read your clue. Yeah. I, I don't understand. He takes him 12 tries and he's still out before Ashley. So, ah, poor Ashley. Garrett gets there, falls right in the water. But he has a good sense of humor about it. I'm laughing because he's laughing. I'm into it. Let's say you put on a fanny pack. Oh, uh, listen, because I got you got to keep your eye on this. That's smart because Garrett and Joel. Do not. And they leave it there. 
Um, he does it pretty quickly. They do it in six tries, but then they forget their fanny pack. There are like three cardinal rules on this race. Oh, here so come forget bro. your okay. passport or your fanny pack. You need your documents. Read your read your clue. My mom listens to this, so read your clue. Um, I mean, I'm going to reserve the third rule because there are a couple of additional rules, and I don't want to just say that it's three. Well, I think you should wear it like that because that I you'll mean, not yes, forget you know it that way. At all times. I mean, I agree. I read your clue and don't forget your fanny pack. Um, but that. Oh, well, well, Sorry, before we go to the third no, rule. So something like with keeping your fanny pack. You would, who's, because you know I'm always about placing blame somewhere, right? So is it the racer that is completing the race? Or is it the racer that is feeding the goldfish that should be more responsible for, like, making sure that we have everything when we leave this stop? Who would I don't know with? why, personally. We... We ran with one. We didn't know each other. So we had two backpacks, but we had one fanny pack and we kept our passports together the entire time. But also, if you're going on a task like this, there are certain tasks where you're going off. You think you might need money like the like the um, market challenge. You're not going to need anything from that fanny pack. Hand it to your partner. Don't put it down somewhere where you might leave it. Adrenaline is pumping. You're going to forget. Hand it to your partner and go. And if you're the partner, honestly, I kind of feel like it's your responsibility to like figure out where it is. Make sure you have everything while your partner is out there doing the thing. Maybe don't worry less about feeding the catfish and more about knowing where your documents are. Because if you don't have your passport, that's it. Your race is over. And that's a crappy way to go. That's a really mm. crappy Yeah, that's not good. Has a team ever left the race because they lost their passport? Yes, they have multiple oh. times. Mm -hmm. There was a team, I mean, a couple of times. It happened once where a passport was left on an airplane and they couldn't go back on to get it. So they had to get an emergency passport from the embassy. It's happened. Passports have been lost. Passports ended up in a cab and the cab driver left. And it's happened a handful of times where teams have gone because they lost a passport. And you can get to the pit stop. That's as far as you can go. But if you don't have your passport to start the next leg, you can't continue. Mm -hmm. On my season, actually, um, there's a team, Beck and Floyd, known as Team Fun. Shout out, Beck and Floyd. Hi. Um, in the third leg of the race, Floyd left his passport in a taxi. and they. They checked in. They didn't have their passport. They had to find their taxi driver. Thank heavens that taxi driver realized the passport was in his backseat, came back to the pit stop mm. and ran into Becca and Floyd. And Floyd was, he went to go hug the driver. But in the country you were in, you're not allowed to show emotion like that outwardly. Um, and so he was like, thank you. Oh, thank you. And like it was just a very cute moment where he was like, just so elated because the driver saved their game when he left the passport mm. in the cab. So yeah, that can happen. Um, you don't ever want to go out like that. So right. at this point, Liam and Yoremi also go to the wrong temple. I think it's the same wrong temple that John and Greg went to. Um, and then you have Ian. Yeah, Ian. Ian, who does this one, his boat stalls out on the way to the Lotus Farm. He also loses his shoe. And he's sort of complaining a little bit that you need to go further out to get the bulbs if you're in the, I mean, you're in the back. The smart people are going to go to the close bulbs when they get there. That's just a hazard of being in the back of the pack. So, but he does it quickly, five tries to get out of their eighth. Then you have Milena, who is just, she's squealing in the water and ooh this and ooh that. And she's cursing, but it's funny because she seems to still be in good spirits. She has a little bit of a brook moment, which I can appreciate. Um, because it's such a bad feeling to sit there and watch people leave. Mm. It's just, it's so just deflating. I had that moment in Africa and it's deflating to just watch people come and go. And you're like, like, it's just, it's hard. And so it takes her 11 tries and she gets out of there 11th. And then you have Robin who, you know, I felt for Robin who things are swimming up against her. I'd be way more jumpy than she was, but she really, 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 really struggles. And she's watching everyone come and go. Yoremi comes, even though they went to the wrong place. Four tries, in and out. They did great. And Elizabeth comes. And with 10 tries, she still gets out before uh, Milena and Robin. Um, and I do like this. I like that as Elizabeth comes back, you have Andrea, who's a non-participating member of the team, who's clapping and genuinely feels like she's clapping and saying, good job, guys. Like, the sportsmanship is really, really nice even not knowing where your partner is and knowing that, you know, you're falling further, further to the back of the pack. So I did like to see that little moment. 
I don't want drama all the time. I do like good sports and I feel like the Philly Johns are good sports. So shout but out they, to them. They, uh, they're good sports, but they're competitive. And I think oh, that totally. we, get to, we get to see it specifically in the market. And mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all thinking, because that's, that's the Philly thing to do is think, but we'll get there when we get there. Well, let's get there. So you have to, after the roadblock, you have to tra- travel to this elephant, put a coin in an elephant, crawl under the elephant. I don't know. I don't know if this is like an actual good luck thing or they just wanted to make people crawl under an elephant. Um, Jocelyn and Victor get there first because when do they not get there first? Um, Todd tells Ashley how sexy she looks and how great she did with no butt. And I like that. Um, I legitimately write down not enough people are freaking out because I would like a little bit more of that. But that's just my personal preference. And then we get to the detour, which this week is stock up or scoop up. And this is where I think Joe and Ian are going to have a really easy time because there's a physical task. So in stock up, you have to pick up a shopping list from a restaurant. There they are. Um, use these baskets in a handcart to buy items on a list from this huge market, exchange your food for a clue, and the items on the list are written phonetically in English. Now, I think that they did this because in my season, because I think everything is about <laughs> but legitimately think this one might have been related to that. So in my season, we're in Zanzibar. We have to go to a market. We have to use our own money to buy 10, a dozen items on a list um, and then bring them to the ladies outside the market and exchange them for our clue. Our items were written in local language. So we couldn't really read them, but the locals could. So you find a local who's super helpful and they help you gather everything that you need. It was a great hack for that task. It was awesome. Here, the problem is you can read it out loud, but if you're pronouncing it wrong, they're not going to know what you're saying. And there's a little bit of a struggle there. So I this, think, yeah. I did have a bit of a Brooke gripe moment because I felt like in hearing the directions, it was written phonetically. And then I thought the directions were that like, you can only read it to them. I right? I think so, but uh, it was okay. written in English. So unless you find an English speaker in the market, showing it to them is not really going to make a difference. Okay, see, see, I, I then I got it wrong because I thought the instructions were like, they're reading phonetically so that you can say it, but you can't like show them the list. Like you have to say it to them. That's what I thought because then I was like, I but I see all the teams it. showing yeah, them yeah. the list. I mean, so, I okay. might have missed it, but I think I it was written it. phonetically so you can say it. So you can say it to them. But if you don't speak English and I'm showing you English letters and I mean, I don't speak Greek and we went to Greece and you can show me all the Greek letters you want and say it to me in Greek. And I'm, I don't know what letter corresponds to. I don't, I, it's not going to make a difference. So. Um, I think that's why it, it was a little bit more interesting. You couldn't just go to one person, hand them your list and have them give you all of your ingredients. This was, you could hand them your list. Not going to know what the ingredients are. You can say the list and if you're saying it wrong and it, you know, you're sort of in a little bit of trouble. So the other detour is scoop where, or scoop up where you have to load a boat with pomelos and bring them to a dock and put them in baskets and, or bring them to the side, put them in baskets and you get your clue after filling up five rather large baskets with pomelos. So which one would you do? So I think <clears throat> automatically, I I don't know. This one's a hard one, right? Because I feel like I would have just wanted to do the physical one and get it over with. But I think that I would have thrived in the market, right? So this one is like, I don't know. I might have ended up like the mother and daughter where it's like, let's do the pomelos, but then we end up at the market and then we'll make the best of it. But um, right. I think reading this i think i would have opted for the pomelos because i would imagine that i'm like physically fit enough that that's something that i could do but seeing the episode i would have been amazing at the market so so i don't know it's so funny that you say that because they never know like if you only go to one you'd never I, i thought it was very cool to watch my season of the show because there are things that people did that i didn't even know existed on my race so there were other halves of detours that i was like oh that was actually really cool. Maybe we should have done that one, but right. we never even knew it existed. So you wouldn't know what you don't get to know what the other one is. But I think the market would have been where I would have gone to immediately. Um, yeah, I think that's where I would have ended up. But I do think I do think you're right. And one like this, if they take you to the wrong place, the mother and daughter, Elizabeth and Ileana, they're smart. They they choose correctly. And if something goes wrong, they roll with it really, really well. Because there are teams, I think, that would have been like, no, 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 wrong one. and wasted and wasted their time so i think i liked what they did so with stock up jocelyn and victor gravitate to that immediately speaking the language or you know a dialect is so valuable here they own a grocery store he says they sell most of these products in their grocery store i mean 
I think it's funny because I, I maintain that if you're on the race, there will be a task for you at some point. I mean, I sang opera through college in Italian and we had to sing opera in Italian in Italy. If you last long enough, you'll find there was a rock climber on my season and we had to climb a rock face. Mm. Their task for them just happened to be in leg two. But I do. I mean, there's been seasons with Olympic ice skaters and they end up at an Olympic stadium having to skate like it will happen. Surfers have to surf. There will be something for you at some point. There's just happened to be really, really early. Um, so they do that. They're in, they're out, they're done. They're first. You know, they're going to be first. There's no question. Except you have Rob and Corey who go to scoop up. They are so even keeled. Like, I wonder if I'm going to know. I think I am going to know if they're mad because I think I will know if Rob is mad. I don't think I'll ever even know if Corey's right. mad. Of course, he's just always so smiling. Right. Um, and I think that's funny because normally, you know, someone's mad if they're raising their voice and what. But yeah, just with the feverishness that I think he's going to sign with, you can just tell and feel his emotions through the screen, which I love. Um, so they end up they're in second place, but it's close. Um, and then you have Greg and John. It's Pomelo. It was just bugging me. They were calling him Pomelo's. I don't know why I shouldn't be annoyed by that. Who knows? Maybe they've never had a Paloma or a drink that has grapefruity type fruit in it. Um, they were going to switch. They got there and like, we don't see any. They were going to switch. And I go, no, no, no. Just keep, keep take a going, second. Keep, and keep. they turn a corner and they go, oh, yeah, this place is lousy with Pamela's. Great. <laughs> we're good. So they stay and I exhale because I'm like switching might cause you a real problem. Greg falls in the water, but they end up doing, doing really, really well. And they're out third. Then you have Lena and Morgan who are working so well together. Oil and water. No. Mm-mm. Balsamic vinegar and oil. Balsamic, I think they're yes, absolutely balsamic right. vinegar. Yeah. Balsamic dressing is these two. They're doing great. Um, Todd and Ashley, meanwhile, have gone to the market. And I think this is what you were talking about earlier with um, how their energy and how their like, just way of talking to each other and interacting with people I think it's going to be really a valuable asset for them on the race. I agree. I think, yeah, I think, yeah. You'll go to places. I, I, sometimes you'll go to places and you're like, I don't really want to be a tourist, right? Like I want to like, when I, when you go to other places, you shouldn't give off tourist vibes. You should, you know, try to fit in. But I feel like in this essence, it was just like, listen, I'm not saying this right. I know I'm not saying this right. Like I think the more theatrics, the more fun that you have can only help. And it seemed like they had a, crew like you know helping them so i felt like their energy you're right kind of was like infectious and it like helped them excel in this and to that point they had a crew so i actually think this is another task where if you didn't get there first it actually benefited you because you know the people who were in that market saw the teams that came before you right and know what ingredients those teams needed and if you got someone who was helping one of those teams around you they were going to be able to help you a lot more quickly so I think you, if you're in the middle of the pack here, I think that that actually behooved Todd and Ashley a lot. They end up in fifth at this point because someone had been through before them who spoke the language, who was able to communicate, who knew exactly what they needed. And I think this is something that that um, Andrea and Milena did really, really well when they were in there with Elizabeth and Ileana. They're like, I'll have what they she's having. In the I want that. I'll take that too. Give me the same thing. And I think that, that was really smart. You know, there's no nothing against, you know, working off somebody else's. Hard but work. also the Philly Jones, when they were in close proximity, right? They was like, put it in the bag. We don't want them to see what we got. Put like, and it's that like, it's those little subtle things that like, I love the competitive. And I also think like the brothers, uh, Greg and um, John. John, John, when they were at the elephant temple, I think that they saw the sisters coming and they were like, we don't want them to see us. Like, yes. Like I love little stuff like not shady, Same. but competitive. Same. And it's like, you never know what that three, four second, five minutes will. It could ultimately be the end of your race or you going on to the next level. So I love right. it. And, so, and given although, how close the season this teams are and checking right. out. Yeah, every minute counts. And although they're still kumbaya right now, I feel like we're seeing these subtle little nuances that let us know that like there are some players amongst the bunch that are like not they they ready to play. So I love it. Put it in the bag. Don't let them see. Right, exactly. And then, so, okay, so hopping back to Scoop, you have Steve and Annalie. They fall, okay, so they fall into the trap. So you have to, yeah, you have to fill up five baskets. They're like, let's fill up our boat so much that we don't have to worry about it. Now, the smarter thing to do, I, I thought about hopping out of my boat and just uh, girl, when they the got out, I was like, push. I was like, great, now fill the boat and push the entire, don't put our weight in the boat, just fill the boat with Pamela's. Like, I don't know that, 
I don't know because sometimes there are additional comments that you don't see on TV that says you must stay in the boat at all times unless you fall out. Like there may have been that. They may not have been allowed to just walk the boat, but the water wasn't that deep. So if it was allowed, I'm going, just fill the boat and push the boat. But they drowned. I was going to say, they didn't, they sink. They didn't drown. Thank God they're still with us. Anyway, good in theory, bad in execution. It's fine. But she is a beast. She is carrying the baskets by herself. Cut to Joe and Ian, who are like big, strong, buff guys. They're carrying the baskets together and they're like, oh, it's so heavy. Anna Lee is like, I'm here. I've got this. Do, 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 do by myself. She is an animal, like in the best possible way. I'm a big fan. So Joe and Ian get out of their seven. Um, they do fine. I think they're going to be great. They don't fly as fast as I think they're going to fly. but. They stay positive, which is good. You have Liam and your Remy who get there. Um, their area is just, you know, lousy with pomelos. They're keeping very quiet. They're doing this competitive thing. So nobody knows where the big stock of pomelos are um, in their very pomelo-y place. And they end up in eighth at this point. And then um, Joel and Garrett show up. I want more of them. I thought that we were going to get a little bit more of their backstory this week, and we didn't. I hope we get more of it next week. And I actually feel the same way about Robin and Chelsea who show up. Um, even though they know they're in the back, they're still enjoying the beauty that I think they should enjoy it a little bit faster, but they keep calm and they somehow jump a spot because while they're doing the physical challenge, you have Andrea and Milena and Elizabeth and Eliana who end up at the market doing the other challenge. Andrea and Milena are pushy. They're funny. They're haggling for their change. They are neck and neck with Elizabeth and Eliana. I cheer when they get it. That's how. Um, that's how you know they from Philly, right? I ain't hear no other team talk about ah, 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 where my change at. Okay, listen, we, okay, I was like, yes, get your change. But it's really smart. And the task that I was telling you about in Zanzibar, we we had to use our leg money to purchase things in the market, and two teams ran out of money and had to go back to vendors and be like, mm, I need change. And they were like, and had to like haggle for change back. I didn't know how much money these teams had on them at this point. And I worried in the beginning that Victor and Jocelyn were going to run out of money. They're like, 40000 this. And they're like, okay, no problem. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, work it out for less because you don't know how much they're going to charge you for things. Um, and then you have Elizabeth and Eliana, who, like we said, didn't waste time going back to the other detour. They are told no when they hand in their baskets, and they don't know what the no is for because they didn't mark things off as they went and write down, well, this is this, and this is broccoli, and this is durian, and this is whatever. So they have a little bit of trouble. And I think that's what ends up. They're in ninth, then they're in 10th, then they're in 11th. And then they race to the finish and it turns out, you know, not good for them. So this pit stop, which is gorgeous, um, I'm going to say Swan Sam Prawn, I think. It's a 50-acre oasis. It's a garden on a calm river. This is, I want to go there. I want to go to there. That looks like a dream vacation for me. Um, vacation. I don't want to run around and jump in the water and be eaten by catfish, personally. Um, so Jocelyn and Victor get there first. They get $2,000 each. Um, he makes a comment about how with age comes wisdom. I'm cheering for the people in their 40s. You know, I feel very good about them. And then you have Rob and Corey, again, in second place. They just make me smile. Greg and John, even though they went to the wrong place, race smart, and they're in third. You have Lena and Morgan, the sisters who you have Team Balsamic Vinaigrette, who are Team Four. Um, then you have Todd and Ashley, who I, I thought they were going to argue a lot, but they're doing great. Team Five. Steve and Spider Monkey are Team Six. She's fantastic, Annalie. Then you have Joe and Ian, um, Liam and Uremi. They jumped a couple. Of, I think they're the only team that actually switched a spot and jumped a team. Then you have Joel and Garrett. Andrea and Milena. You know, I wonder if the market was further away from the pit stop than the scoop up. Because it seemed that they finished before teams that were at the other side, but you have to make your way to the pit stop and it's a risk you take. Uh, then Robin and Chelsea, and unfortunately, Elizabeth and Ileana, I'm actually sad to see them go. They walk off hand in hand. They're very, very, nobody's blaming anyone. She says she can't get mad at her daughter. She's a little version of herself. And, and I actually was wishing we could see some more of them, but I think they did great. And I think they really, really enjoyed the experience. So I think they did great. Well, uh, with this season, I don't know if I'm going to be content when anyone goes home because I feel like yeah. these are the second team that I wanted to see more of and that I loved their 
dynamic. And I loved this episode. I think it was Ileana who really kind of took charge. She was like, you should have been writing this down. We like, you know, like, and I love those dynamics. And I love the fact that, because first of all, that was my mom, right? My mom would have slapped me on Amazing Race right there about who you talking to. But I love the fact that uh, the mom was able to like, you know what, receive this. Like, I love when you see the role reversals, right? Like where you, the non-traditional roles where like the daughter is stepping up. I also love uh, with the first place winners of this race, I loved how last, like, or last episode, Victor was kind of like, you know, maybe the wink link that episode, but this episode, he was the stronger Shine. one. And I, mm-hmm. I like how, you know, he didn't do what I would have done, but I would have, you know, r- like rubbed it in their face. But, you know, Victor kind of was just like, I think he blew her that kiss. Uh, and you know, always forgiving. So They're I love all cute. of they really are. They, they, really, they are. really are. I will are. say, I don't I mean, she, Jocelyn, when she finished that roadblock with one shoe and just sort of like slogged off the dock <laughs> with one shoe. I mean, she's she's doing well in her own right. I will say the one thing that I found really, really great, sort of my last thought before we say next week on the amazing race, um, is there have been very few mother-daughter teams. And I think that there is sort of a stigma against women as they get to be in their 50s or their 60s that they're slower that they're weaker and you know you're you're probably slower than you were in your 20s but I think Elizabeth did such a good job and I want to like clap to her because I think she showed the amazing race that they should have this dynamic more there should be more mothers with their grown children I'm not talking mothers of you know in their 30s I'm talking mothers in their 50s in their 60s who can do it. And she rocked everything. There was no point where I thought she was the mother. I just thought right. they, she was a competitor. And so I think they should cast this dynamic a whole lot more because mothers are strong in their fifties in their sixties. And I think that that is a very, very good archetype to cast on the race because they were a joy to watch. So anyway, that's, you know, thanks for coming to my TED talk. Um, Next week, apparently, the airport drama is back and I am living for it. Uh, we see Jocelyn and Victor. What you see is also oh, were last. Like you cut to them, something's gone horribly wrong. They've made a terrible mistake. I don't know what it is yet. Um, but I'm like, they're in the back. I don't what's happened. And I cannot wait to see what that thing is. So while it might not be with me, Bryce, because I might be off the grid for one week. Uh-uh. I will be excited uh-uh. to discuss it the next time. Well, we'll have to tune in next we'll week see. and see and see what happens. But this has been your pit stop with Brooke and Bryce covering Amazing Race season thirty-five, episode two. Before we go, Brooke, where can the people follow you at if they want more of the former Cam High, but the good with? They should just come to my apartment and okay. we can have a couple. No, don't do that. Um, Facebook is me, uh, my name, and then uh, Instagram is the real B Cam High. Come say hi if you're on the show, if you want to be on the show, if you know you think I've said everything wrong, feel free to tell me. Those are the people who tell me more than anything else. I enjoy it and bring it on. So thank you so much. This is as always the most fun. I cannot wait to do the the next eleven episodes. I love it's an extended season of the Amazing Race with you. And as always, you look fabulous. I try to do what I can do. But well, this has been your pit stop. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants podcast. You better get your headphones and listen up quick. Ooh. It's the purple pants podcast. You better listen in public. Might make your stomach hurt. Ooh. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to unwind. You better get that box wine. It's the purple pants podcast. You're trying to get your snack. You better hurry right back though. It's the purple pants. It's the purple pants. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks. Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. 
And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. 